We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my friend and you sweet soul. I am really honored to be connecting with you here today on Journey to Center and Empower Radio. So do you have a relationship with meditation? I, years ago, did not. And I'm so glad that life supported me in opening my mind and heart to this practice. And I really love seeing that meditation seems to be going mainstream. I started meditating myself out of necessity about 20 years ago. I've been struggling a lot with clinical depression, anxiety, had an eating disorder, all kinds of health challenges, chronic fatigue, I had financial struggles, and so much more. I went to a lot of different kinds of doctors trying to find out what's wrong with me. How do I, how do I fix myself? I was looking for answers about what was wrong with me physiologically, psychologically, emotionally. The medical doctor said I was fine. A psychologist I had connected with put me on antidepressants. And I had high hopes that that was going to help me to feel better so I could be more effective and productive in my life. But they actually made me feel even worse. I kept hearing about the benefits of meditating. And I thought, well, I've tried everything else. Nothing's worked. And I'm really broke. And this is free. So I thought there was no downside to giving it a try. I didn't really know how to meditate, but I'd read some things and what I'd seen pretty consistently was just focus on your breath. So that's what I did. I just closed my eyes and focused on my breath for like 10 or 15 minutes. I didn't know if it did anything for me or not, but I did feel later that day a sense of calm. I felt a little better. And so I decided I would keep trying it. And the funny thing happened, I felt better, so I stopped. And then I started to feel worse. So what I found that happened pretty consistently, when I would meditate, I would feel good. And when I would stop, I would feel bad. And that's something I say now, all the time. When I meditate, my life works. And when I don't, it doesn't. It's as simple and difficult as that. You know, I think most people really rely on their minds and our minds are a really wonderful tool. It's a powerful tool. But if we have that in the driver's seat of our life rather than the passenger seat, it can create chaos. It can be a very reckless driver. And chaos in our minds creates chaos in our lives. If we start to relax into the peaceful place within, not only do we feel better, our lives work better. Things show up in a more grace-filled, supportive fashion. So for us to live a more effective and fulfilling life, a more happy and joy-filled life, the mind needs to be in service to the heart. And for me, meditating is about bringing our awareness back to our heart, to the light within, and align up with our soul self. 
Meditation tends to create space, clears the chatter of our thoughts, our thinking minds. And when we still our minds, we come into that graceful, easy alignment with our higher self. And from this place of peace and interconnection, you're able to access deep wisdom, clarity, intuition. And from my perspective, meditation is ultimately about cultivating an intimate connection with your soul self and with source. It's not just me that thinks meditation works and not just my personal practice. Science is really um, doing a lot of great studies and coming up with some really wonderful information about how meditation can support us and what we can expect from it in our lives. So they're revealing some really amazing things in regards to meditation. Obviously, stress reduction is something we hear about a lot. Decreased blood pressure, lowered cholesterol, weight loss, hormonal balance, better sleep. So meditation slows down the brain waves. And then it um, subdues the stress in our bodies and our minds. It regulates our metabolism. It stimulates fat cells to reduce the amount of stored fat. It promotes protein synthesis. I don't know what that means, but I guess that's a really good thing. And it helps regulate our blood sugar. It calms the adrenals and allows them to rest. It takes our endocrine system out of a high alert state. It decreases inflammation at the cellular level and neutralizes our acidic nature, which decreases physical pain. So we sleep better. We feel more rest and alert. And some of the things I love about meditation is that it increases creativity. I feel more present and compassionate, more intuitive. And one of my very favorite things about meditation is my experience of synchronicity when I meditate consistently. And it's so interesting, you know, it's like in my mind's eye, perhaps while I'm meditating, I'll see a hummingbird. I'm like, oh, well, that's nice. And later in that day, I'll see a hummingbird outside of my window. I actually had one come up beside my window in a car. And I was like, that's so cool. It's like God winks and synchronicity seems to happen more and more as I meditate more consistently. Sometimes I'll ask spirit if he has a message for me and I'll, I'll hear a word like grace sometimes comes in and then I'll get a call from a friend and, and she'll say, Tammy, I just got a dog and I named her grace. And it's just, it's just funny how things show up in a way that's Beyond coincidence, you know, I like the saying, coincidence is God's way of remaining anonymous. And I know now that it's God. He's not anonymous in my reality. And especially when I meditate, it feels like I have a more tangible relationship with that something greater. So I guess perhaps it's because as we meditate, we're expanding that God spark. We're fanning the flame of our soul self. And as we do, we experience more of that connectedness in our lives. 
So just like exercise is good for the body, meditation is good for the heart, mind, and soul. I believe we're all aspects of the divine, and meditating is the process of visiting, expanding, and aligning with that God spark that resides within ourselves. So almost everyone I know resists meditating, and including me. And often it seems the more we need it, the more we resist it. When I speak with friends or clients who are in a lot of discomfort, I'll ask them, well, have you meditated? And often their response is something like, I can't sit still. I'm going to go crazy. No, they're going crazy because they're not taking that time to sit still. And, you know, like I've mentioned, I've been guilty of this myself. When I'm in discomfort, my natural propensity is to think, I got to get away from this discomfort. And I, if I run fast enough, I can um, get away from the pain or the stress or the anxiety. But you know what? It never works. No matter how fast we go, we can't outrun ourselves. And that experience of pain or spiritual emptiness is always going to persist. Another downside of trying to run from ourselves is that we are very likely to have accidents or illnesses. And I know that's been the case for me. Years ago when I wasn't meditating pretty consistently, I was getting frequent colds. I would get sick quite often. Um, and when I meditated about why, it was because I wasn't giving myself that opportunity to really rest. And I think it's important to allow ourselves to sleep. But I feel like meditation gives us rest on an even deeper level. So I think they're both absolutely necessary and vital. So another thing, sometimes people think about meditating is that I can't sit and think of nothing. I just can't do that. And it, it is, it's challenging to sit and think of nothing, but that's not really what meditating is. Meditating is really the experience of directed focus, not spacing out. And a wonderful way to start meditation is just to direct the energy of the mind rather than trying to quiet it. So, you know, eventually the mind will quiet down, but you don't try to just make it stop thinking. You give it something to focus on. And as you do, then the mind and those busy brain beta brainwave state can start to smooth out and start to relax. Again, breathing is a wonderful way, just simply focusing on the breath. And I'm going to go through some other possibilities and maybe even take you through a bit of a, um, a meditation, just exploring and experimenting with some different possibilities for you. And just like people are wired differently, some are kinesthetic, some are visual, some are auditory, whatever your natural propensity is and whatever really um, brings you joy is something that can be brought into your meditation practice. If you like music, you can play music and focus on that. You can light a candle, you can set intentions. 
There's a lot of really beautiful, fun ways. It doesn't have to be boring. It doesn't have to be painful. There are many, many types of meditation. And if we look at the history, they can stem from a lot of varied philosophies, a lot of different types of religions. It's, it's actually meditation for me is a very personal experience. And it's about cultivating a more personal relationship with the divine. I think it's a meditation. I think meditation's an expression of our deepest essence and our deepest desires, our deepest intentions. It's like, what is it that you really want? What is it that your heart longs for? What is it that you want to feel? And allowing yourself to go to that place in whatever way resonates for you. And I think as many different kinds of people, there are, that's how many kinds of meditation. It may be infinite. It may be countless. But what I know for sure is it takes practice. Sort of like going to the gym. You don't just go once and think you're going to be ready for the Olympics, right? Sometimes people will, well, I meditated. It didn't work for me. Well, did you do it every day for a month? It can take about 30 days to create a new habit. So if you can commit to a meditation practice for 30 days, you will definitely see improvements in all areas of your life. And it doesn't have to be like sitting down for an hour. It can be five minutes. It can be two minutes if you don't have five minutes. It's just a matter of making that commitment. I think the Chorus of Miracles has a beautiful saying. If you can just give five minutes to God in the beginning of your day through meditation, it's guaranteed he will be with you through the day. And I have found if I just meditate for five minutes in the morning, my days work with a lot more grace and ease, a lot more peace, a lot more synchronicity and a lot more joy. And who doesn't want and deserve that? So some of the meditations I have tried and enjoyed, again, is the breath. So just now, why don't you tune into your breath? Just notice as you inhale, feeling that sensation of the breath, filling your nostrils and your lungs, and then exhaling, simply noticing it, not trying to change it. And often as we notice our breath, it does naturally start to slow down just a little bit. And as the breath and mind work together, and as the breath begins to lengthen, the brain waves begin to slow down, which can bring peace to our mind and comfort to our hearts. Another thing that you can do is drop your awareness down from your mind to your heart. And if you notice thoughts start to come in, Perhaps you can observe that thought 
And imagine maybe that thought being like a cloud with the intention of connecting with the sky, looking at the sky. It's a beautiful blue sky. And as a thought comes in, you can remember that it's like a cloud and just observe it. And then bring your awareness back to a clear blue sky. And the longer you do this, perhaps the clouds start to decrease in number. Perhaps they start to dissolve and you notice more blue sky. And it feels really good to allow this process to happen with grace and with ease. You can also drop your awareness down from your mind to your heart and imagine the beating of your heart. Perhaps you can feel it or just get a sense of it. You can imagine the light in the very center of your heart. And imagine it expanding with every breath you take. Allowing this light to fill you up. And bring a sense of peace and healing to every part of your body, every organ, every muscle, every cell, every atom. And then this light can start to expand outside of your body. And just allow that light to fill up the room that you're in. Maybe fill up your neighborhood. Just imagine that light expanding out into your community, to your state, to our nation, to the planet. You can also focus on an affirmation or an intention, or mantra. One I like to use is, I am the child in whom God is well pleased. I am the child in whom God is well pleased. I am a magnet for magic and miracles. I am that beast. So whatever you want to claim for yourself, create an affirmation around that. Just use that as a touchstone and an anchor for your mind and allow it to support you and heal you and bring you into alignment, body, mind, and soul. Another possibility is just now focusing on some of the things you're grateful for in your life. What are some blessings that you can just take a moment to acknowledge just one by one, allowing those things that that you're grateful for, the gifts in your life, the goodness in your life. So often we can take these things for granted as we meditate and really consider one by one by one the things that we can be grateful for. That list can continue to expand. The more we focus on gratitude and our blessings, 
the more it opens the floodgates to attracting and receiving more gifts, more blessings, and more bounty from the divine. Another possibility with meditation is getting into the feeling state of what it is you really want. Is it prosperity? How can you acknowledge that you have prosperity in your life? How can you get into the feeling state of prosperity and allow that to expand? Perhaps visualizations come in or the feeling state starts to expand in your body. Is it love that you want? How can you acknowledge the love in your life? How can you tap into that feeling state of love? Perhaps there's an animal that matters deeply to you or a person from your past or your present. Perhaps it's nature, the beauty of nature. Something I like to do in my meditation is imagine a shimmering healing light pouring down from the heavens. This energy of grace just washing down over my scalp and my face, my neck and my shoulders, my arms. I imagine this healing grace and this shimmering light moving down through my torso, my legs, my shins, my calves, my feet. Sometimes I'll imagine this grace moving through my body and anchoring me into the world. And as I breathe, I imagine this grace moving up through the earth into my body, up into the heavens, and then back down from the heavens into my body and into the earth. And it feels really good. I know in the past I used to really resist meditation and think, oh, I have to meditate. And now it's like I want to. I need to as it's become a habit and as I've seen how it affects and positively positively influences my life and my relationships, my prosperity and my health, I will never give up meditation. And I hope you are taking the time to nurture your soul self through meditation as well. And if not, perhaps this is inspiring you to commit to your practice just for a while to see how it works. Like I say, be like a spiritual scientist. See what works for you. We can't really learn vicariously through anyone else. We have to experience and explore things for ourselves. And I hope this is something that you're opening your mind and heart to experimenting with and exploring. Because what I know for sure is that it can support you in miraculous ways, countless ways, incredible ways, again, physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, spiritually, in your relationships, in your health. Everything we want comes from our relationship with that something greater. And meditation, for me, is the most powerful and effective way of creating that aligned relationship with our creator. You might have heard the saying, prayer is talking to God, meditating is listening to God. And as we listen to that still small voice within, we can access the kingdom of heaven within 
and it can ripple out into our lives and bring heaven to earth. And another benefit is that we can be a ripple of love and joy and peace for others. With practice, meditation can assist you in becoming more calm, peaceful, happy, prosperous, and loving. It can help you become more clear about who you are as an exquisite, priceless, divine being. It can help you understand your value and help you share your greatest gifts and contribution to the world. Once you know who you are and how valuable you are, you will easily attract amazing people, experiences, and joy in your life. You will become a conduit for powerful healing energy in the world and uplift not just your friends and your family, but all of the world. Our human experience can feel like a monologue, but as we meditate, our life becomes more like a dialogue with the divine. You can see, hear, and feel spirit in a present way in your life, a, a really tangible way, speaking to us through our hearts, through people, situations, synchronicity, miracles, opportunities, and events. I think meditation is one of the most powerful tools we have to access our wisdom, our healing power, tap into universal intelligence. It is a pathway to inspiration and freedom. It can help you evolve spiritually, heal, and assist you in living a more divinely led, joy-filled, blessed, and love-filled life. I adore you completely. I appreciate you immensely. Please be in touch. I invite you to be in touch with me, TammyBPhD.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Just connect. It's about relationship. And I'm so grateful for my connection with you, even if we've never spoken or met. Just know I'm holding you in my heart right now and sending you blessings of grace, ease, joy, peace, profound meditation, and immense love. God bless you. Take good care of yourself. Onward and upward. Bye for now.